As time went on, what I realized is I missed it. I missed the mark because the holiday and celebrating the holiday isn't about who's right or who's wrong. The holiday and celebrating the holiday is about how do we bring these things that we associate with the Christ child, love and joy and peace and kindness, how do we bring that into the world? How do I participate in those things to make the holiday something beautiful like that? When life throws a challenge at you, one thing is certain, to find a resolution for every issue, every problem, for everybody, there's more than one way. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of More Than One Way Podcast. I'm Whitney Ross, and with me, as always, is our good friend Tom Rasnick. Hey, Whitney. Hey, Tom. How you doing? Good. I'm good. Good, 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 good. Good. I'm good. <laughs> well, you know, it is, uh, it's a special time of year. It is a special did time you know of that? year. They wrote songs about how special this they time did. of year is. It's the so. most wonderful time oh, I've heard of that the one. year. It, and it is, isn't it? It's, it's a wonderful time of year. It's it's a time where people get together and share themselves and and share gifts and give their time and love to one another, and that's both beautiful and hard at the same time. What do you what do you mean it's hard? Well, I mean I think part of the hard part, at least for me, and this is for me, uh, there, you know, there's as with all of life, there's more than one way to go about it. But for me, this time of year, um, there's a bunch of expectations. Mm-hmm. There seems to be a lot of expectations that, that can get wrapped up in songs like it's the most wonderful time. You know, and, and if it is the most wonderful time, sometimes I think I'm supposed to always be cheerful and joyful and, and all those things mm-hmm. that I like to be, but that sometimes I'm just not. Yeah. And, and so the stress comes from, for me anyway, trying to um, either pretend like I'm that like I'm cheerful and joyful when I'm really not, or to try to manufacture that when, you know, maybe there's just something going on in my life that's keeping me from being cheerful or joyful. So it's the stress for me comes from, the hardness comes from um, trying to live up to somebody else's expectation about what the season is, Mm. about how I'm supposed to be during the season. Because I think we all do have our own kind of vision of what the season is or could be or that we hope that it is. Yeah. You know, and that's part of this time of year. It you know, is. We, we have those hopes and expectations of, I really hope this is what it's going to be like and I can't wait to see these people. And um, that's all there. But you're right because sometimes it, it doesn't measure up to that. Yeah, because sometimes you see those people and maybe they're having a hard time. Yeah. Maybe just for whatever reason or for something at work, something at school, something in the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, there was a time in my family um, when when I was a teenager, and I'm not going to name names, but somebody in my family really wanted everybody for Christmas morning to get dressed up, to put on their best clothes, and the person thought, this will make us all feel this most wonderful time, this is mm-hmm. a special time, this is joyful. And, man, I was so against that. <laughs> I was so not wanting to do that. I was like, no, I just want to roll out of bed, put on some, you know, Florida-style sweats, and, <laughs> and go out and enjoy the day. And so 
the person um, that I'm talking about came all dressed up, <laughs> and I come walking out of my room not. I wanted to see that person. I think that person wanted to see me, but <laughs> at that moment, it, you know, as you can imagine. You ruined Christmas. I ruined Christmas <laughs> for the person. Well, according to that person, I, right. I ruined it. I, I, was, I was the Grinch. I was the... I didn't want to participate. Yeah, you know, isn't that funny? I mean, they're they're actually names and terms we use. Yeah, for people are. that That's aren't right. you know Grinch or Scrooge. I mean, we have whole plays and shows and movies around people who aren't joyful. Right, but there's so many of them. Yeah. It, it, what name a Christmas movie where there isn't something like kind of some kind of stressful thing going oh my on? Gosh. Some kind yeah. of thing where somebody's having to work through. The, you know, their feelings are either around their family or around this, the season or around. And generally speaking, they do. Mm-hmm. And that's a great thing. But the reality is we all know that it's the most wonderful time of the year. And it can also be a very hard time of the year. Both of those things. So how do you how do you live in that balance? Yeah, For me, uh, you know, so this this was this is for me, this is kind of the always where the spiritual world spiritual traditions come at it 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 living in that place means paying real attention to yourself pay attention to what's happening to you me so that means if somebody if i'm looking forward to meeting somebody don't put my expectations on what i think that person ought to be like Mm -hmm. during this time of year don't put that on them if I'm going to meet somebody, pay attention to how, what's going on with me and let that person be where that person is because mm. you never know what's going on in somebody else's life. You don't know what they're going through. So if they show up and they're not cheerful the way I think they ought to be cheerful, it's not my job to try to make them cheerful or, mm. or put them down for not being cheerful. It's my job to pay attention to myself. How am I doing? What's going on with me? And a big one is, what am I expecting? What mm-hmm. am I hoping for, for for Christmas or any this time of year? That, mm-hmm. you know, if Christmas isn't your holiday, this time of year. What am I hoping for? What do I want this time to be? So that's how I deal with it. And that's how a, a lot of spiritual traditions are trying, would try to say is, don't focus on the other person. And what you think they ought to be, focus on yourself and what you can be. And that's, that's such an interesting thing because that would almost feel in some ways selfish around this time of year to be thinking about yourself. It's I all know. about thinking about other people. But what you're saying, you know, in thinking about yourself, you're able to engage with people at a, at a better level. Maybe. Yes, right, right. So, so for instance, it would be like, um, um, here's an example that I've, told and I might tell it again because it's such a good example. I mean, I really <laughs> think it's great. So Cindy and I were married uh, 33 years ago. Cindy's my wife and we were married 33 years ago and our first Christmas was in um, Alexandria, Virginia where I was going to seminary and we got a little tree and that's a tradition, right? You know, for people mm-hmm. to, you know, get a tree, decorate the tree um, and in my family, uh, which was a very religious family. Uh, we focused a lot of the, the, the attention of the season on the re- what I would call the religious side of the holiday. Mm-hmm. You know, what's going on with the wise men, what's going on with the shepherds, you know, Mary Joseph, that whole world. Okay. And so 
as part of decorating the tree, because we were so focused on those stories, we put a star on the top. So a star goes on the top because a star lit the way for the mm-hmm. wise men to find the Christ child. And that was the correct way to do it, right? Everybody knows that. And that's <laughs> the correct way to do the tree. Well, my wife's tradition was different. And I was at class that day and, you know, studying all the right ways to do the, <laughs> to do the holiday, right? I was like the, the, becoming the expert on what Christmas is all about. So I came home and we decorated except for putting the, the top on. And she put a bear on the top of the tree. She put a bear, like one of those little keepsake bears in a little gown or something. <laughs> I'm not sure what it was. It looked like a hospital gown to me. But, but I'm sure it was this cute little dress, you know. Uh-huh. And, and I walked in and I was like, what the heck? Yeah, but other words. And, and, and who put a bear on the top of the tree, right? That's totally wrong. That's, you're not supposed to do it that way. That, that's exactly wrong. Now, you know, we kind of went back and forth and, and trying to blend these two traditions wasn't working out. It was like, my way's the right way. Your mm-hmm. way's the wrong way. And um, as time went on, see, but taking a look at myself, what, what I realized is I missed it. I missed the mark. How do you mean? I missed the mark because the holiday and celebrating the holiday isn't about who's right or who's wrong. For me, mm-hmm. the holiday and celebrating the holiday is about how do we bring these things that we associate with the Christ child, love and joy and peace and kindness, how do we bring that into the world? Mm-hmm. How, do, how do we make the holiday, how do I participate in those things to make the holiday something um, beautiful like that? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter what you put on the top of the tree. What matters is the person putting the thing on the top of the tree. Right. And how do I connect to that person? And how do I... That's what I mean by focusing on self. So if I'm aware of what it is I'm wanting and what it is I'm hoping for, then I can be like, how do I bring that into it rather than looking outside of myself, trying to make it fit everything that maybe comes from my family, that maybe comes mm-hmm. from my understanding of my tradition, that maybe comes from the culture. Yeah. See what I mean? Yeah, there are lots of different things that are giving or painting that picture. Yes. Lots of different things that come into our idea of what that is. It, no doubt about it. And, and am I even aware of that? Right. Like, where did that come from, the star? Because if you really look at it, there's no tree in the story either, right? You're right. Wait, so it's a, totally, it's a totally different custom, which is a lovely custom. Right. Um, but for me, it's a matter of what helps me connect with, in this instance, Cindy, my wife, not who's got it right. Because, as our podcast tries to get at so many times, there's, so, there's more than one way to celebrate the holiday. Sure. There's more than one right tradition. Mm-hmm. You know, it, and, and to circle back around to what you're saying... That's why I think it's important to focus on myself because that's what I can have some control on over. You know, it's interesting because preparation is a big theme around the holidays and preparing whether it's for a meal or food or decorations or all those kinds of things. But 
it sounds like you're really talking about preparing yourself. Yes, preparing yourself, right. So within, within the Christian tradition, there's always the, the, the idea of how do I open my heart, you know, metaphorically speaking, how do I open my heart enough, how do I open my soul enough to let that which is of Christ, and like I said, the peace and love and joy, compassion, um, be born in me this year? How can that be born more fully in me? And if that's too many things, for me, one of the things I love to do is just pick one. Mm-hmm. So like this year, I'm all about compassion. Can, can I, and by compassion, I mean, can I be open to people who might be struggling this time of year, mm-hmm. who might be having a hard time? Because compassion at its core means to suffer with, to be with somebody in their suffering. Mm-hmm. And so... Because, like I said, this this season, you never know what's going on with somebody, and it can be both beautiful and hard at the same time. I want to be open and kind to the people who might not be having a an easy time right now. And so if, I, if that's what I want, if that's what my hope, then for me that the holiday, the season, is about how do I birth that? Mm-hmm. How do I make that come through me out into the world? And that's the spiritual tradition. That's the preparing myself mm-hmm. part of it, rather than all the beautiful things or hard things of decorating outside of yourself. Mm-hmm. You see, what can happen, I think, too much is we can get so focused on that that we miss the preparing ourselves. Yeah. And then when I do that, see, then, then, then I'm thinking it's got to be the perfect meal or it's got to be the perfectly decorated tree. Or it's got to be the perfect gathering. Which is just setting things up for this potential disappointment. Yes. Yeah. For potential. Nothing wrong with any of those right. things. If that's where, where you're going to put your energy. That's, mm-hmm. Those are great. And who doesn't love that? Yeah. It's just when that becomes the only thing. When that becomes the only thing, then for me, and once again, this is, this is me, then I'm setting myself up for... Um, being let down mm-hmm. because who can live up to that right yeah that's hard what what event can really live up what event can really really truly make it the most wonderful time of the year especially when everybody's coming with their own expectation of yeah. what that everybody's experiencing it in their own way that's so, right and in the end that's what that's what i mean by there are all different kinds of way there's more than one way it's because the truth is we're each having our own experience of what's happening during this season. And we are where we are, and we feel how we feel, and none of those things are wrong. Mm-hmm. None of them are, wherever that might be. Mm-hmm. And you, might, you might be giddy and cheerful and joyful, and that's fantastic, good for you. Mm-hmm. Or you might be in another place. And I, you know, I heard a story, a really, really hard story, of somebody who's... Um, had three children. Their their youngest child was um, maybe 18 months, maybe, mm-hmm. not less than that. I think maybe like eight months, nine months. And they found out that this child had a had a brain tumor right nice. around, right before the holidays. And so right during the Christmas time, this family was having to go through a child who wasn't getting better. Mm-hmm. Um, and the child unfortunately you know ended up dying in january 
So each time now mm-hmm. this family's dealing de- deals with this, when Christmas pops up, that memory is there. Sure. And, and in order to deal with it and to move through it, one of the, the people in the family, the father in the family, wrote a book. Mm-hmm. And in the book he talked about how they had to go through this pain. They had to go through this struggle. But within it they found a deeper love, a deeper meaning in life, but they weren't going to necessarily be giddy and joyful the way sometimes we think people sh- are supposed to be this time of year. Mm-hmm. They weren't going to be that. Mm-hmm. But they were still in a place of deep meaning and deep love. Hmm. Despite all that, despite the despair, despite the hardness. See, that happens this time of year too. Right. And there are people going through that this time of year too. And we're, well, like I said, we're each having our own experience. And that experience is valid and true for you. So, so I think for me, to try to manufacture what the most wonderful time of the year is supposed to do isn't very helpful. Hmm. For me, it's can I accept you where you are, wherever you happen to be, right now? So, you know, one of the things I think is really interesting is... Um, Maybe when when we were growing up, we didn't have the window into other people's lives and other people's homes the way that we do now Uh, with social media and technology and other things. We see other people's celebrations or their meals or their trees or their decorations. It's kind of in our face a little more, uh, which can be fun. I mean, that can help us kind of celebrate. But at the same time, that can put some pressure on us, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm the, the pressure to um, uh, let me make sure I'm understanding what you're saying. So the pressure is to live up to what somebody else seems like they're doing. It can be that, I think. Yeah. Okay. So somebody posts something, let's say, and it looks ideal, mm-hmm. right? Perfect tree, perfect dinner. Everybody's dressed perfectly, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I start to feel bad because I'm not living up to that. Is yes. That, is okay. So that is a perfect, perfect example of expectations about what it is somebody out there has decided this this whole season is supposed to be about so that's just a for me that's just a double down on don't fall into that trap you know one of the you know one way to really not fall into that trap is to go gosh good for them yeah good for them i'm I'm so happy that they're having that great of a time good for them Mm -hmm. and and leave it at that that's what i mean about focusing on self so then i'm back to what can I do? If that's appealing to me, mm-hmm. then do whatever it is that it is that's so appealing, mm-hmm. um, and see what it does. Because you, you, you don't, you know, maybe it'll, maybe it'll, not, maybe it'll tamp down some of the comp- competitiveness of what those things can do to us. Mm-hmm. Like somehow or another, I have to live up or beat that person. Right. You don't have to do that. Yeah. In my life, it's, it's like when my family member wanted us to just look the part. Mm-hmm. For me, you know, this, for me, as a 58-year-old person now looking back on it, I can say, no, the person really just wanted to, this to be a special time. That's what that person wanted. Mm-hmm. As a, you know, 16-year-old, the way, I, the way I was taking it is you just want, you just want to put on a show. Yeah. Right. And, the, and there's nothing like the like social media to put on a show, right? Mm-hmm. The perfect show. But that, all we have to do is look at it 
in that way. It's like, no, maybe it's not a show. Maybe that, this is the way these people are trying the best that they can try mm-hmm. to have a, a meaningful time of together. And surely that's what everyone's trying to I, do. I think everybody's trying yeah. to do that. So well, like I said, so then it's just coming back to you. What will help you have that meaningful time? Mm-hmm. And most of the time, comparing myself to somebody else won't do it. Yeah. It, it'll just make me feel either inferior or superior. That's usually what happens. I feel better than you because my clothes were nicer. <laughs> or I feel worse than you because my tree wasn't as nice. Right. But none of that matters really in the end. Yeah. All that much. Those things are, are, are great and they're beautiful. But they're there to help us, it, for me, create an atmosphere where people can come together and, exp- and live together and be mm-hmm. together and experience one another. And, I mean, you mentioned uh, the idea of just the Christmas tree and the tradition of that, if that's a tradition that someone has. Um, you know, it can be something that uh, can be a wonderful thing. Or maybe it's a hard thing, depending on kind of where you are. Yes, it can be. It, it can be both of those things. Because like, on, like in the social media world, if you're looking at somebody's beautifully decorated tree and it's so perfect and, you, and, and put it on me, and I get caught up and think, well, I've got to do a tree just like that, then, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of miserable because I can't do it exactly the same. And then there's all these oughts and shoulds around it. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a friend who, who went through this, and, and she tells a great story about this that I, I just think is beautiful. So she had all the oughts and sh- shoulds about getting a tree and decorating it perfectly mm-hmm. and doing it right. But um, she worked through that and realized, you know, I don't have to have a tree like anybody else's, but I do have to have a tree because you're supposed to have a tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she did that, that for many years. And then this year, it was it's just she and her husband at home right now uh, because her children and grandchildren live somewhere else. Mm-hmm. She, she started thinking, maybe I don't have to have a tree at all. And there was a bit of relief in her, in her, mm. in her voice and in her kind of whole affect because it's like, ah, oh, man, that'd be great. I don't have to decorate it put it all, you know, do yeah. all that stuff. And then another voice came in. Yeah, but you're supposed to do that. This is what you're supposed to do. Right. So then she had to deal with that, supposed to do. I don't have to do that. And went back and forth and back and forth and got to a pretty good place about it. And then realized, oh, yeah, but our grandchildren are coming over. Oh, okay. Our grandchildren are coming to visit. And they love having a Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, one of their traditions is to have uh, these gushy or smushy kind of ornaments right at like a two-year-old level. Okay. Or a, maybe maybe not two, you know, like 18-month-old level so that a little child who can walk up and grab it and put it in his or her mouth and bite it, <laughs> and it's okay. Uh-huh. But that's a good thing. And all of her grandchildren were able to do that okay. except for her youngest one. Gotcha. And so she started thinking about the tree and thinking about him and said, no, he needs to be able to do that too. Okay. So even though I don't necessarily want to have a tree, even though I'm not trying to compete with my tree with somebody else's tree, I'm going to do this for them. I'm going to do this because they love it. Mm-hmm. And that, fit right, that fits right in with what I'm talking about. Pay attention to yourself. 
what's going on with you. Mm-hmm. And then what the gift you can give is this, this beautiful thing. Yeah. And, and then the little kid's going to get an ornament that he gets to munch on. And <laughs> who, who doesn't love that? Yeah. It's the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> yeah. So to kind of wrap things up as we've uh, talked about this holiday season, Tom, what are some advice or tips that you might share with people um, as they make their way through the season? Okay, so if you're a person who is in a joyful place, your, your life is going well, you're, you're enjoying the season the way we celebrate it, everything is just kind of clicking for you and, and you're happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and you come across, say, somebody who isn't in that place. First thing, first thing, don't call him a Grinch. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Don't, don't, and don't feel like it's your responsibility to try to make them feel better. Okay. Because that can be our tendency sometimes to to want them to feel what we're feeling. Sure. So that, so once again, so as we started the whole thing, this is the most wonderful time of the year. There's a lot of expectation for cheer. Mm -hmm. If somebody isn't in that, isn't in that place and I am, I might take it on and think, well, how do I make this person happy? Yeah. How do I help? Uh, I think what people need when they're in that kind of a place is just accept them, just be there with them. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to dampen your spirit, right? You can still, you're still allowed to be joyful, and and that's great. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, you just being you and accepting where the other person is can help the other person. Sure. It, so that would be tip number one. Tip number <laughs> one from More Than One Way podcast. Tip number two would be. If you're the other person, if you're somebody who's struggling for whatever reason, mm-hmm. and I think I said this before, but I'll, I'll reiterate it. Don't try to manufacture cheer and joy and, and all that kind of stuff. Just just be where you are. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you, you can know that you're not alone, that there's people who love you, there's people who are with you. Mm-hmm. There's people, like I was saying, with a cheerful person who accepts you from where right. you are. And if you want just a little bit more of a tip, try to think of one thing, just one thing on, on, on that particular day for which you can be grateful for. Mm-hmm. Some, just one, it might just be the littlest thing, mm-hmm. just to let that in. And that's not going to, please, please hear me, that's not going to like cure anything, but it might li- lighten you just a little bit, mm-hmm. just a little bit. Um, and. And within that, just know wherever you are, it it's okay. You're okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you're okay. Cool. Tom, thank you so much. And uh, thank you guys for listening. We hope you have a wonderful holiday, whatever that looks like for you, however you and your friends and family celebrate that. Uh, we hope it goes great for you. And thanks for listening. And we hope that you'll tune in again. Thank you for listening to this episode of the More Than One Way podcast, brought to you by the Center for Spiritual Practice in Knoxville, Tennessee. We really appreciate your time and would love to hear your feedback. You can reach us by emailing hello at morethanonewaypod.com or you can connect with us on social media using the handle at morethanonewaypod. If you found this episode helpful, We hope that you'll share it with your friends. 
with your family, with people you work with, with all the people who you know. Thank you and take care.